end of this, we will actually be officially on our way towards the weekend. It's Wednesday and I have a wonderful recipe for you. I'm Elizabeth Alfano and today I'm going to be making Kung Pao chicken with no chicken. Okay, so this is one of those recipes that people rarely make and so it's an easy recipe to make and it's great to impress people because they're gonna say, oh my gosh, you're making Kung Pao chicken as if it were super hard. But I'm going to show you that in fact, it's not hard at all. Okay, so the recipe does have a lot of ingredients, but it's one of those wonderful recipes where you just put it all together, mix and go. So, uh, like I said, lots of ingredients, but nothing too fancy. So I start with rice wine vinegar and some soy sauce. This is an Asian recipe after all, so you probably guessed it that we were gonna have some soy sauce. I like things salty, so I always go extra on the soy sauce. But of course, like all my recipes, you do this to your taste. So I'm gonna add a little bit more soy for me, which is good. And, okay. Oh, actually I need a tablespoon of soy sauce here, so that works out well. And then I'm going to add a little bit of cornstarch. So what I'm doing now is I'm making the thickening agent and I'm going to marinate my non-chicken chicken in it so that we can kind of get it crispy on the outside when we go to cook it. So cornstarch, it's one of those things that people say, cornstarch, huh, what's that? But you probably already have it in your kitchen and you don't even know it. So it's a very handy thing to have, by the way. So I'm just going to mix these three things, soy sauce, cornstarch, and rice wine vinegar. And I'll mix it all up in total. I don't know if you can see me mixing there. Uh, not a whole heck of, of a lot of juice, but it doesn't take much, actually. So I'm just making sure that all the cornstarch, because that's really the thickening agent of everything, I'm just making sure that the cornstarch really dissolves so I want to you can hear my spoon hitting the bottom of the bowl because I really want to make sure it dissolves okay we should be good there um, so now I go to really the star of the recipe Upton's Naturals I love you based in Chicago and they started the Upton's Naturals they started with Satan so Satan as you may or may not know is really the heart of the wheat so they've taken the heart of it and they've gotten all the protein for you. So just to give you a sense, this little packet, 60 grams of protein. So for all those people who say that vegans never get protein, you can just hold up a package of Upton's Naturals and say, actually, I'm here to prove you wrong. So um, this, I find seitan is a wonderful ingredient to cook with because it really does mimic the taste and, well, it mimics the texture of meat and then you can make it taste any way you'd like. So it's a very neutral platform to spice things up. And really, when you think about it, meat is all about spices. So you can, you know, like today I'm going to do Asian spices, but you can really do whatever you'd like. Okay, you can see my, my scissors are giving me trouble. Um, Usually, and I, I will stick to this even now, even though my, my scissors are giving me trouble, I love to have scissors in the kitchen because sometimes using a knife and chopping and dicing and splicing takes just too long and so it's wonderful to have access to something chunky like seitan and um, not have to futz with a knife and just be able to cut it. So, 
What you wanna do when you finally have your seitan out is no rhyme or reason to here. I'll say give or take about half an inch to an inch cubed, but sometimes it'll kind of break apart big like this and I'll just take my scissors and because I don't need it to be, I wanna make sure you guys can all see this, because I don't need it to be perfect in shape, in fact, specifically, I like it to be varied in shape, uh, scissors are great for this. So you can see I just use my scissors and I'm cutting it up. You can see the texture, it's really chunky and dense. This is why, for me, it's just like chicken, which is great. It's chunky and dense and, uh, yeah, very tasty. So I would say that seitan is about as processed as bread would be. So, you know, you're just kind of taking out the whole, the center of it, really, and um, you're breaking apart just like they do when they make bread. So, okay. Um, usually for my recipes, I'll use two packages of Upton's Naturals. And I should say that, that the seitan that they do comes in a variety of flavors, but for this, since we're going to be flavoring it ourselves, of course, I just have the original. Um, and again, shout out to them, uh, a little note about their business. So Upton's Naturals recently moved into a new factory because they are growing leaps and bounds and they didn't have enough space. So they have a new manufacturing plant and I think they've increased how many employees work for them. So it's a very shining star in the plant-based world. Okay, so a lot of my seitan has already come, has separated itself sort of, which is a very natural process. So I'll just go and empty this right into my bowl. And what I'm gonna do then is I'm going to marinate those three things that I put in before, cornstarch and rice wine vinegar and soy sauce. And I'm going to let my non-chicken chicken, my seitan, uh, marinate in those juices and I'll just put it aside. So, you know, I mentioned that this is a great recipe to wow your friends, but it's also wonderful just to feed families because it actually is pretty quick and it's pretty simple. You can see I'm just taking our sauce and covering my seitan chicken with it. Um, I'll do this a couple of times. Whoops, I'll do this a couple of times until it's really fully coated. And I do want it to be fully coated. So everything's starting to get brown. See that soy sauce covering everything. For those of you who like your recipes salty, uh, usually you can always find me adding salt to things. But because of the soy sauce in this recipe, I don't add any salt. This is a no salt, no pepper recipe but we do get into spicy peppers. So I like to make my Kung Pao chicken very spicy. We should be good there. Um, but I know that that's not for everybody. So of course, spice to your own taste. Okay, so thanks up the naturals for that. So I'm gonna set this aside and we'll come back to it. Now I'm going to make a sauce because once I decide to put this, the seitan into my wok and heat it, I'm gonna want to cover it in a nice thick sauce. So now I'm gonna start on my sauce. If you have something called black vinegar, which maybe nobody has, you can easily replace it with balsamic vinegar. So I'm gonna start out with some balsamic vinegar. And sesame oil. Now, I always vary the oil on my recipes because I find, whoops, I find they always have too much oil, and you can always cut back on the oil. So in the recipe that I put online later on Jane Unchained and also on my own um, 
my own website, elizabethalfano.com, I've already gone light on the oil. Now, if you are someone who feels like you want more oil, you can always add that. Like always, I like to say with my recipes that you really uh, just make a lot of this to your own taste. So feel free to, you know, ad hoc as you need. Okay, so I've been talking so much, I didn't let you guys know that what I just put in is hoisin sauce. And this is sort of a sweeter, thickening Asian sauce that I like to cook with a lot. And um, yeah, hoisin sauce, that's probably the most exotic you'll get in this recipe. Uh, maybe something you do actually have to go to the grocery store for, but I think everything else you probably have somewhere already in your kitchen. Now, I told you I like it spicy, Szechuan peppercorn. So many of you will choose probably to not have this in your recipe at all, but that's not me, so in it goes. Um, I like Szechuan peppercorn. It's a little spicy and it's also something that can numb your mouth a little bit. You've probably already heard about it, so it can numb your mouth a little bit, and I think that's a fun experience. So it just depends on you. We're back to soy sauce, of course, because that's gonna go in our sauce. And I believe we also need a little bit of cornstarch. So again, just the thickening agent to keep this not too watery, not too liquidy. We don't want that. So in it goes more cornstarch. Okay, so again, what I love about this recipe is punch a bunch of, put a bunch of stuff together and just mix it and go. So I'm gonna do that again, of course, always trying to dissolve the cornstarch as much as you can. Uh, you really want that to be fully dissolved so that you can get all of its thickening benefits. Okay, you can hear my spoon doing the work, hitting it at the bottom of the bowl. Almost done. So I will also be setting this aside and I'll be adding it to my wok later once I get the main ingredients sort of fully cooked. I'll just want to add this so that we can coat our Kung Pao chicken before we serve it over brown rice. Um, and again, great for families. You can feed your kids, you know, four or five people at a time with this very simple recipe. Okay. I think the things that take the longest would be dissolving the cornstarch and uh, cutting the seitan with your scissors. That's it, you see how easy this is. So okay, this is pretty dissolved here. Um, I, think we're, I think we're good to go. So I'm going to set that aside along with all the ingredients that I used to make it. So these now are going off screen so that I can focus on the vegetables. Yes, we do have them, the vegetables in this recipe. Okay. Good, so I've said this before, I like to have a clean workstation. So I always say, never salt at the end, always salt midway through, otherwise you'll find yourself over salting at the end. And my second rule always in the kitchen is clean as you go. So we have no salt in this recipe, but I do like to keep my workstation neat. So we clean as we go. Sadly, we're also done with peppercorn, so I'll put them over here. Okay, so what makes this recipe so tasty is that I bring in things like garlic, and ginger, fresh ginger, oh my word. Just the joy of cooking with fresh ginger. When you cut into it, you get this great smell in the kitchen. And then I have scallions, uh, which give it a lovely green color. And I don't always do this, but sometimes if I have red pepper in the kitchen, uh, fresh red pepper, I'll go ahead and cut up pepper and add it to this. That certainly goes very well. Okay, so again, you can do this to your taste. I love garlic, so I go heavy on the garlic and I'll do that right now here. 
I've got these, hopefully you can see my fingers. Um, I've got three cloves of garlic and I'm just going to slice them so, you, so it's not too much, but so that you really get that taste throughout, which is so nice. Now, sometimes people ask me, should they buy pre-peeled garlic? You know, you can buy it in a big thing like this, and it's in some liquid to keep it from going bad, and it's already been peeled because something else that takes a teeny bit of time is to actually peel the garlic. And I always say, don't do it. Don't do it. There's if Garlic needs to be fresh. I'm sorry to disappoint because I know we're all so busy and we don't have a lot of time in the kitchen, but garlic really does need to be fresh. Otherwise, you're gonna lose that wonderful taste. And I always wonder what exactly is in that water that, that they have the garlic sitting in. Um, I'm sure it's on the back of the label. I just don't know it because I never do it, but um, I say no. But of course, up to you. Time is a premium for everybody, and I certainly understand that. Now, I've already gone ahead and chopped some of the ginger, but this is just lovely. We're gonna throw that right in. And then I take my scallions, and I cut them down lengthwise. I'll do here. And then after I do that, I do it again. I cut it down the middle lengthwise. I'm trying to get my scallions to be very wispy. And then depending on the length, I cut in half or in thirds. Trying to get it to be very wispy, I will be cooking it up in the wok, but I'll also be using it as a garnish at the end. So I take a couple of these, I sort of put them aside so I don't forget to have a garnish for myself. Okay, now I said I like things spicy. So here are uh, dried chili peppers. Now, sometimes it's funny with these chili peppers, you can land on one that's particularly spicy and you think your life is going to end. And sometimes they're very mild and you wonder why people get so excited about them. So you never quite know what you're gonna get. So I would say, tread slowly, tread carefully. <clears throat> I'm going to, to go ahead and break one open. Oh my, uh, you can see all the seeds in there. So wonderful, they're spilling out onto my chopping board. And I'm going to, whoa, Cut this into slices and I'll put it in my wok with everything else. Now, I like it spicy, so I'm not holding back, but it's up to you to decide if you really wanna go full, full board on this. And of course, I always do. So, okay, that's it. All the prep is done, and now we're just gonna go ahead and cook everything and bring it together. I will say that last night I made brown rice in preparation for today, and I made it in my handy-dandy rice cooker. If you don't have a rice cooker, go out and get yourself a rice cooker right now. It makes all the difference. And of course, rice is such a wonderful base for so many dishes. I always like to make brown rice. And a hint on brown rice when you're making it, don't use water, use mushroom broth. So the round, brown rice that I did last night is with mushroom broth. And all you do is you put it in the rice cooker, plug it in, hit the button, and you have rice. So uh, we're all about making things easy and fast, and that is one way to do it for sure. Okay, so I'm gonna head on over to my wok, take my handy dandy sesame oil. Woks love to be hot. So I'm gonna let that heat up for a little bit. And then I'll just put in some sesame oil and I'm gonna start by getting my spicy peppers in there first and then I'm going to add all of the other ingredients. So we're gonna kind of go in stages here. 
Okay, again, I have to clean my station so I feel like I'm working in a clean area. It always makes me feel better. <laughs> Funny. Okay. Now I saved some scallions. I think I told you I'm already going to garnish my plate. That's why I don't forget. This can be a little thinner. Okay. That's why I don't forget. I like to have them on the side of the plate. So, okay. I'm going to move my station over here, bringing everything with me. Is there anything I've forgotten? Okay, so these guys go in next. Okay, by now my wok is hot. So, in fact, I can see it steaming. And did I put in the oil yet? No, I did not. Okay. Again, I don't like to go too heavy on the oil. Many people would put in two tablespoons. I'm not going to. I'm just putting in one. But of course, up to you. You do that as you see fit. So this will be immediately hot. And I want my uh, dried peppers to go in first. Ooh. I don't know if you can hear, because I'm a little bit over here. I don't know if you can hear the sizzle, but it sure is fun. Now, don't let the sizzle for too long or it'll make a lot of smoke, which I don't want to do. So um, I'm going to immediately add in my marinated, now you hear it. Oh, so. I've got my sauce. I'm going to add that as well, right in there. Okay, now it's a little less sizzling and so I can answer Anne-Marie. Yes! Back on camera. Yes, absolutely. Tofu is wonderful. And I'll tell you a tip that I do about tofu is I freeze it. I freeze tofu first and I like the texture so much more. So I freeze it overnight and then I thaw it the next day and it's got spongy texture and then I can go ahead and put it in the wok with a little bit of soy sauce and or I can air fry it and it comes up really nice and spongy like I like it. So yes, if you didn't have access to seitan, you could do tofu with this. You can do tofu with everything. That's why I love tofu. Okay, so I'll just show you no magic to this. I just want you to be able to see what I'm doing. So I've got uh, all my juices going here and we're, I'm about to add my vegetables. Okay. Great. Great here. So now I'm going to add ginger in and garlic and my scallions, which are so great and just mix it around. So really, this is a very easy, easy recipe. Now I'm just gonna mix things around, which is just great. So I'm letting it cook a little bit more. Um, sometimes you can let the, the seitan go for you know two or three minutes, but um, again, I have to clean my station because I just feel better about it that way. So you can let the um, seitan cook for a little bit longer or um, you can kind of mix them in all together. It just depends on your time schedule. If you've got the time to really watch every step, go ahead. But this is a forgiving recipe. So if you need to just rush, throw it all together, stir it up and move on, you can do that too. Okay, so it's still sizzling over here. Wanna make sure I mix in thoroughly all of my ginger, garlic, and scallions. And again, you can add fresh red pepper if you need to, it does give a hint of color. And we do eat with our eyes, so I always think a bit of color is nice, which is why I like the green scallions so much. 
I'm going to give you a shot again for the camera so you can see what's going on in my walk. You see how pretty this is with the green scallions in it, so I really like that. Um, I think this is a very pretty dish. Okay, we're heating up. So I guess at this point it would be up to you to taste if you want it spicier or if you somehow need more salt in yours or something. You know, now would be the perfect time to taste that if it's not too hot. Um, but otherwise, our dish is really ready. That's the thing, it's very quick. So I'm gonna go ahead and go into my rice cooker. Serve myself some brown rice that I made with mushroom broth, which is so wonderful. I'll just go ahead and it's still warm from, from last night, really. I left it out overnight, so it's kind of room temperature rice, which is wonderful. I'm gonna go ahead and give myself a big serving of this. So, I like brown rice. I love the health benefits. I love the taste with the mushroom broth. So, I never hold back. But other than that, I'm gonna turn off my oven my stove and I'm going to serve myself, oh yummy yummy, some very spicy garlic, scallions, ginger, Kung Pao Satan. And as Anne-Marie asked, could it be Kung Pao tofu? And it sure could. So just want to show you this before I plate it. And again, if you wanted to, you could absolutely have red pepper, but there you have it. It's really just not a hard recipe. Um, wow your friends and your family. Oh my gosh, get this all straightened out. Oh, how pretty. I just think it's pretty. I just think it's a pretty dish. So uh, there you have it, people. Kung Pao, not chicken, chicken. Uh, it's a very simple recipe and super tasty and very delicious. I would say I probably served myself, I gave myself a big serving, so I served myself half. So just in the seitan alone, this dish has 30 grams of protein, which is pretty amazing, and I'm not even including in that the brown rice and the other things. So just the seitan alone, uh, this is a wonderful recipe for those of you looking to get some protein. Uh, okay, I, as promised, now that this is over, we are into the weekend. We have passed the middle hump, and it's on to the weekend from here. I want to thank everybody for watching. I'm Elizabeth Alfano, and this has been Lunch Break Live. Kung Pao, non-chicken, chicken. chicken.